0: Episode 89 of This Developing Story. What's so up, y'all? It's BDougie here, and uh, we got another episode with uh, someone who's reached out to me directly via LinkedIn uh, through a mutual connection. Uh, I would say that I've been doing this for a while where I did this podcast, but also this band engineer Uh, And I give my time away for free, really no, no real cost, other than sometimes I'll ask folks to come on a podcast with me and chat. And as of recent, it's been Twitter Spaces. And I think it's very important to kind of understand where people are coming from uh, as far as their story and how they're getting into tech, because I think that is what's usually inspiring, at least for me, to hear other folks' stories. Um, So this is the story of T. T is actually an apprentice. uh, He actually just completed his apprenticeship at airbnb uh previously going through a boot camp uh locally and called hack the hood um and yeah i'm just like really impressed with uh having this conversation i haven't actually chatted with too, too many people who've completed hack the hood so it's nice to see the other end of it uh but i also think that his story of being in the Bay area and always being around tech but never in tech is also inspiring as well so hope you all enjoy and i'll see you on the other side
1: Perfect. Um, so I can start off. Um, I, well, I'm based in the Bay area, but currently I'm in Sacramento, uh, just for affordability, life purposes. But, um, that's where I started off my journey anyways. And, um, a little bit about myself to answer that question. Uh, my professional journey started, uh, with a program called Hack the Hood in Oakland. It's a, a nonprofit that empowers under-resourced youth of color with, uh, knowledge, skills, and relationships for a successful successful career in, in tech. Um, that started off with me making like a, a Weebly Wix site um, for a small business in the area. Um, they also like, we also went to like Tesla, Twitter, and Nextdoor um, for like some tech trips just to like get out um, and, and, and see the road. Uh, after that, I went to a coding bootcamp um, and uh, actually the name of that one was called Coding Dojo and it was like really good, which is why I picked that one. And, just been trying to like get in to tech the whole time and and that's back in April when I mentioned you I was still like just trying to figure out I was in my headspace and just really trying to figure out like how it's been two since 2018 so it had been like two or three years and it was it was just a little bit slow for me and I was just trying to reach out to people and like figure out like how other people did it Um, and um, just just staying curious and 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 determined I was able to get a role at Airbnb for their apprenticeship and uh, was successfully completed that around like last month sometime. And now I'm an Android developer at Airbnb. Wow.
0: That's, that's an amazing journey. And so you said since in 2018, you started with Hack the Hood? Correct. So how did you, where did you learn about Hack the Hood? Like, how did you, how did you even discover that?
1: Man, that's a crazy story in itself. Like I was literally talking to a coworker at the time. And they were like oh you're into tech uh this is also 2018 uh when bitcoin was around and i was just like wait hella stuff's going on so um i was we were talking about that and they're like well there's this thing called iTunes. and i was like okay so i checked it out and it was actually like the last day to sign up um for that for that uh cohort and i just like messaged or called somebody or emailed like hey i know it's like the last day or whatever um is it still possible for me to like get on And they're like yeah just 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 try it out um and and then i went from there and it was like a really good experience
0: yeah that's that's wild so let's say, let's do about just a step before that too as well i'm curious what were you doing before you found hack the hood you're from the bay area uh i assume oakland or somewhere in the east bay yeah correct um and- yeah so like what what sort of jobs were you uh you doing before you started learning how to code just want to better understand your your background and how you
1: sort of like jumped in yeah i um honestly on another note, I, I kind of always felt like I didn't have a, a knack for technology, like even building com- computers and stuff. And even like watching the, the Facebook movie, it's like I live in Silicon Valley, I grew up here, and I don't feel like part of the tech scene. And and it's something that kind of like brought me into tech, which is like, that was kind of like the, the deciding factor that got me to say, hey, you know what? I can do this, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Um, but before that, I had jobs at like T-Mobile, um, and I was also working at, uh, for my, for a uh, lineman company, uh, as a lineman, uh, just putting up like um, internet on poles and stuff.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm literally at the office right now because PG&E is uh, is actually replacing a pole outside my house. Mm-hmm. So I had to go get another spot so I could do this.
1: Right. I didn't it's, think it's... I'd
0: have internet today.
1: I used to think about getting um, like the mobile high spots and stuff and how that will that work. But it's sometimes it's it's a hit or miss. I I actually, fun fact, wanted to get like an RV and and live in there and just live off a hotspot for a while.
0: That that is happening right now. People are doing that.
1: Yeah. I know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Actually there's an RV down the street from my house that parks there every day. It's like uh, I live in East Oakland. So right next to the freeway. So it's a very, it's a popular spot to, to park RVs.
1: It's funny. Um, the boating community in Seattle, I noticed too. Um, I don't know really, which I want to do RV, but it's like, they make it so difficult to have an RV. Um, and it's like, I heard some stories about some dude living in an RV outside of his tech company and started his own company and became a millionaire. But then like, they don't want people living in RVs in like the Bay area. They kind of, at least in San Francisco, I know they made it kind of harder. Um, but I think boating is another option. Um, in Seattle, it was really, um, there's a big voting community out there, and it was interesting to see that and, and how that works out too. Those would be pretty yeah. Cool. I know a
0: couple of people who got boats up in Berkeley. Um, actually, I don't know them. I, I of them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. if I'm not at that level yet. Um, right. But um, yeah, let's zoom back into hack the uh, hack the hood. So you you joined the program like you signed up like right before the cutoff. Uh, you've been you went in the program. Uh, so I want to actually understand like the the projects you were working on as well. So you mentioned you built a couple of Wix sites. Um, was that what they basically trained you on as uh,
1: as far as web goes? Yeah. So they trained us as as far as web goes just on uh, it was using Weebly, and it was just building like a, a whatever drag and drop site to to make a website. Yeah. I learned a little a little bit of um like a CS I guess a CSS I guess you could say. Um, it's funny my instructor from there was my uh it was one of the first people to get into the apprenticeship and he's the one that showed me how to like make a border with a div and i, I just like the little hello world looked like a, a a shiny border i thought that was really cool it was my first experience doing that and um it, it was just a, a cool extra part that he was like the first person in um one of the first cohorts for the apprenticeship in, in airbnb and kind of like laid a path for like oh okay these these are um, some of the, the things we're looking for in people that come from like those type of programs um which is also something i learned is that from hack the hood is that tech isn't like some giant monster that's just trying to destroy people's lives or whatever you want to call it but there's like actually a lot of people that are willing to help and actually doing their part to help um underrepresented individuals yeah
0: yeah i mean for my so i, I work my day job's at github so like I constantly get asked like, Hey, what programs or what places that we can make social impact that you could connect us to. And like, this is not my day job. I don't do diversity, inclusion. I don't do mentorship at boot camps. I just happen to like doing it. Um, so I'll just, I'll get as a, as the, uh, the, uh what do you call it? The prolific writer, Snoop Dogg says, get in when you're fit in. Um, that's literally what I do. It's just like, if I'm, if I got the bandwidth, I'll go and mentor, at places like hack the hood or hang out and do events and stuff like that with folks and, um, take random DMS. Like literally, if you, I don't, I don't remember who connected us. Cause you, um, I think you might've hit me up on LinkedIn first or something like that, but I'm not even sure where our connection
1: was originally made. Yeah. So I was actually in the middle of, um, the Adobe apprentice. Well, I didn't go to the apprenticeship for Adobe, but I was in their general assembly bootcamp process and the, instructor from there was part of um your community and he was like hey i think this would really benefit that's you that's right
0: okay very cool yeah now yeah, we had a, a quick chat and i just sort of like said a bunch of ideas like w- as i do mostly like anybody gets me on a zoom call and like yeah hey brian i want to <laughs> pick your brain or i'm looking to do my next thing i just i'm I'm a bit of like a, I unload a bunch of ideas on people and uh you just pick up whatever you think you could probably handle um so since we talked uh, you had hit me up and you said you were thinking about doing the Airbnb apprenticeship. Um, mm-hmm. So like, where were you? You had done a couple different things. You didn't the hoods. Like, where were you at in life uh, at that point? But also like, uh, what sort of pushed
1: you to make that decision to, to go with Airbnb? Oh, yeah, that's a good, I just felt like it was going to be a better, um, I don't want to say experience, but I just felt like it was going to be better for me. Uh, it was just a better decision at the time to go with Airbnb um where I was at in life like I said it was 2018 when I first started and it's been a while since I um was like getting a, a role that I felt like I had put in the time and effort for and that kind of goes back to again the the foundation of me getting into tech is because like I I personally um this is like a personal thought or opinion that um black and brown folks don't really get hired for their potential whereas other races do it's more the experience that they get hired for unless they have some source of connections um yeah. and yeah so that's 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 kind of just how I, how I take everything and um i just wanted to like get somewhere and I, I in life i just felt like dang i'm doing all this for what it's, it's kind of like when they say like you you're doing you're still doing good but then you go through those little down moments um in the roller coaster of life where it's like um you feel like Imposter syndrome, right? And 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 I was feeling that heavy at that time.
0: Yeah, and it's the it's the thing I struggle with a lot when I when I like mentor folks and like get them on the right path. Is a lot of folks like the question is like uh, we didn't I didn't ask you, but I don't know if you have a college degree or not. Um, but I get that question a lot. Like, should I go get a degree, or should I do this boot camp, or should I do this or that or whatever? And what I struggle with is like, if you look like me and you're asking me if I should get a degree. Uh, it really depends on your age. Like if you're 18, 19, my answer is always going to be yes. Because I, I the doors that are open just by having the paper, not by that experience, but what, what's on the paper to get you your foot in the door, uh, it's time it's and day. And I, again, I, I, I don't mind mentioning that tech is not equitable. Like there's not equality everywhere you find tech jobs. Um, so you kind of have to understand how the, how the dance is being played. And like once you figure out how the dance is made, then you can sort of operate in space. But so if you're 18, 19 years old, maybe even like sub 23, probably get the degree. If you don't have that, like try to find your way where you can get the experience, like what you did with the apprenticeship and with Hack the Hood. Because then at least people won't close doors before you can even get your resume slipped in.
2: And I just want to be 100%
0: real. Like I'd love to paint this like in a perfect, beautiful picture, but uh, I just try to be more realistic for folks who are listening in that maybe be
1: sitting here and, and contemplating either left or right. Yeah, I actually did that myself, contemplated just when I was in that space going back to school anyways, um, because my wife, for instance, she graduated and and she got a job. I um, had been um, basically doing working and trying to like break into tech at the same time while she was in school. I mean, then she she was close to graduating. So I was like, man, maybe I should just go back into school because just again, I just felt like imposter syndrome or like I... I wasn't being seen for what my um, worth was and um sometimes i still think about that because even if you get a bachelor's like you don't have to really keep going but the fact that you can go like get a master's or a phd later um those those still are very valid in um in the community um you can still become like a director or a ceo or something if you if you have a just a, a boot camp experience it's, it's possible but i do think like going to those high level higher level education is definitely, make a change yeah yeah this is
0: true and it's it's the um the one thing that i contemplated because i'm not from the bay Area, but i i started learning how to code like 26 27 and uh i was actually getting my my mba at the time so like i have i've got like the paper under my name but it's not in, it's not it's computer science uh, but the one thing i realized being in the bay area of like my first couple years it's it's actually similar to getting an mba where like some of your the most value you get from school is the network you make because uh, the other thing I mentioned yesterday in the tech is hiring space is that my first job, I found out everybody worked at the same, went to the same college. And the way all they all got the job is because they knew somebody already at the company. And it's the same thing. Like, I'd imagine if you walked down the halls of Airbnb, the virtual halls at this point, uh, it'd be a very similar experience, where right? A lot of folks got the end because they
1: knew somebody that got their the resume looked at. And this, I think it's for a lot of companies like that, too. Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: So I wanted to find out more about this and folks who are listening in, like if you got questions, we'll probably start asking questions or if you have some thoughts or storytelling you want to share as well in your experience, uh, please feel free to request. Now uh, I'll get to get you in a, in a moment, but I wanted to find out from T um, the experience while you're at Airbnb. So we got, we got down like what you were doing at hack the hood, but uh, what, what sort of stuff were you working on as a, an a- apprentice during that time?
1: so it was really cool they they have i believe they have it publicly um the design because they like i said earlier people really are and there's a lot of people in the industry that really want to help so uh they do a front end a back end um and this year they did a mobile track uh for the first time um so you're basically just learning for six months and then they do a team placement and during the team placement i was on mobile track whereas some people might have done back end or front end for instance and um it's it's still technically like an internship because you're working with the team. They're seeing like if they if if they if you guys both align together. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Uh, we did a demo after, and um, it was a, a lot of learning. Um, also, some things if you're at a boot camp, you might not really know how to um, take notes or like write a design spec or things like that, or just like design out what you're doing. So there's like a lot of other things like emailing people or learning how to communicate virtually that I learned along the way. Um, cause I, I don't have a, a degree in general. So some of those things that you might have got a degree when you, while you were getting your degree, you learned in school, but, um, um, you didn't have like a CS, so you went to a boot camp. you still might have those, those certain, I guess you'd say written communication. Um, yeah. Things to take care of.
0: like the, um, so like things like sending an email, or I don't know. I know I learned to like all the office suites, like was part of my college degree was like learn how to do emails and Outlook and, and Microsoft word and et cetera. So like did all that stuff you had to pick up eventually, or did you already have an understanding of that?
1: Uh, Well, I already had to understand like sending Gmail and stuff, but more specifically it was um, like how to communicate while you're sending an email is yeah. what I meant more. Um like being very detailed um, and, and, in your, steps that you're taking to like even if asking questions right and, and providing the steps that you took before you asked a question um and then again like writing a design spec like this is what i'm gonna be doing this is the stuff that uh, it, it's gonna take to do this this might be like technical debt um this might some be some bottlenecks or something that we're waiting on we might need um some stuff from infrastructure before like just planning it out and, and writing very detailed and um uh, visual um visually uh, pleasing, um, I guess you could say designs before you start working on something.
0: Yeah. yeah As well, I was just going to ask, what was like the, the, the best thing you learned during that experience? Uh, like even I imagine you learned like how to ship a Android app or deploy that stuff, but, um, like soft skills wise, what
1: was the best thing you learned, uh, during the, uh, apprenticeship experience? I don't really, uh, I don't necessarily have something that's, I would say is super, super, um, like I'm, I'm just remembering off the top of my head but I, I will say like it just goes back to the fact that there's a lot of people that are willing to help um, um especially if you're like just starting out and you're kind of nervous about reaching out to people i would say just make sure you really um just get that out your head and and you're gonna have, you, it's actually better that you reach out and ask a bunch of questions and ask them questions i'm um, just yeah. as long as you don't ask the questions over and over again you're fine but don't think of anything as a dumb question because you're still learning. I would say that's like the biggest thing um, that, that I take.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, one thing I learned pretty early on because I had, I had some like work experience before I was 27 when I got my first tech job and, as an engineer. Um, so I, I knew how to do all the soft skills and stuff like that. But the one thing I learned really quickly is like asking questions early uh, is better than like waiting until you're actually, that like, you're blocked for hours or even days because uh, I'd get stuck on a feature for like, days and just not know where to like, where to go next. Um, but the the thing I learned and I learned this from actually a GitHub engineer, like years ago, uh, before I even worked at GitHub, he had mentioned that if you open a PR early, um, like as soon as like you, you get the spec, you start writing the feature, uh, before you even start writing the feature, open up the PR with like your first commit, uh, and then start from there. Like your commit could be a comment of like, this is where I think it's going to go or whatever. Um, but the beauty of that is like your team members that are just sort of like looking for random stuff to read or looking at Reddit or Twitter because they have some downtime, they'll look, they can look at all the open PRs and like jump in there and ask questions and, and ping you on Slack. Uh, but when you do it in silence without opening up the PR or pushing your branch up, like no
1: one knows what you're doing until you push it up, especially nowadays when we're all remote. No, thanks. I, I definitely agree with that. And I also do want to add something like I put a, a lot of time and effort into, like, getting to where I am. And I'll say, like, that came just from me consistently believing in myself. Um, and I say that because I think um, you can have confidence in yourself, but I, I also feel like you should, like, put the confidence in, um how do you say it, like, ha- have the confidential outwardly. And, and, and even if you do have those self-doubt days or whatever, I would say just uh, anyone that, that wants to, like, break into tech or if they're just starting out on like a junior level or something, just continue to have that, that belief in yourself because um, you have to like keep yourself motivated and, and just find a way to, to keep that that going.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome. And uh, I just want to shout out, if anybody's got any questions, uh, if you have any stories that you want to share about imposter syndrome or your first job or the job you're hoping for, uh, this is time that, this is now the time to ask questions. So I just want to shout out Brandon Akima, results here. Fred, man, it's been a minute. Hope you're doing well. I don't know if you're back in the Bay Area or in the back in Texas. Uh, Jesse, thanks for showing up. John, shout out to you having the meeting with GitLab today. Um, and then uh, Camilla, see you down the down the list too as well. So yeah, if y'all got questions, uh, comments, uh, please request and I'll, I'll bring you up. Um, but yeah, T, you're so you're now in uh, Sacramento. Uh, you mentioned for um, budgetary reasons, uh, cost of living. Uh um, yeah. yeah, I'm curious, you trying to make it back over here to the Bay, um,
1: now that you have a engineer salary? Yeah, i definitely, am trying to do that. Um, I don't know when exactly it is going to be because there's just a lot of stuff going on still. Um, yeah, Airbnb, but, you know, is
0: their office open right now?
1: It is, it is open to people that, um, how do you say it? Like the living, if, if they need to, basically, I, I don't know. I, ex- I got the exact wording they use. Yeah
0: okay yeah if you don't have um office space i imagine they're off i mean if you, i don't know if you've been to that office but it's it's pretty nice no nah, i've never been to the office man and i really want to yeah so they had like um like what do you call this interior designers go through each space and make it look like an airbnb based on different cities so they got like on the second floor where the coffee shop is it's like looks like brooklyn and they've got all the street names and i think um. Like they had Spike Lee, I mean, tech companies, they got too much money, but it had like Spike Lee coming through and
1: donate stuff uh, for the space. Um, but yeah, th- th- that place is unreal. No, I can imagine. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> almost like. Yeah, that's what they do. So I could only imagine like all the extra stuff they put into that. Uh, that's really, yeah, that's really cool. I think I've seen some pictures, but I don't, I don't really know anyone talking about like what it actually looked like. I do know that I've been remote since I started my career though, so it's, yeah. it's just like norm to me at this point.
0: Yeah, which is wild because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I've been in, I'm in the office right now uh, at GitHub, and uh, but I've been I've always been pro remote. I've I've never gone to the office like five days a week. I've always at least had a remote day, and then I just turned it up to eleven uh, once the pandemic hit. But I'd be curious to like, I mean, just this, this throwing this out there for anybody who wants to comment on this. I don't know if we're gonna go back to like that requirement to just be in the office, um, and collaborate that way. Cause now everybody's so used to figuring it
1: out at this point. I will say though, um, I do, I, I did do like, a, my first job was technically remote. I had an internship yeah, for like a sales engineering role and it was remote cause you didn't really need to be in the office to do some of this stuff. But, um, I do know on that side, it's, it's better to be in person. Um, and gaining like relation doing like relationship building stuff, especially with customers So some people do I could see like the push for for needing to be in person in some places um, But I also was curious. What do you think about like boot camp grads and um, The turn like the turnover rate? I don't know if it's turnover rate but basically them getting into like jobs afterwards because I do see like a lot of boot camps with their numbers but I do see like a lot of other people that take a boot camp and it's been like a year or so they Got a role. I don't I was trying to game plan like a way to get people in to text i mean to companies like right after the boot camp um for instance like uh comp- like a company that um deals with boot camps and then they basically sit and they have their own company but th- that company ha- hires like contract workers or like full-time workers yeah, and- mentors I guess you you could have mentors in there too, but I meant like this. So like basically, the people from the boot camps they work for this this company A, we'll call it Company A, and then Company B is like um, Airbnb or GitHub, for example, right? And so Company Company B um, hires Company A, and those people are coming straight from boot camps. So it's like a, a, a uh, Okay, got it. Yeah,
0: yeah, kind of like a um uh like a, a staffing agency. Uh, like kind of like consulting. So like my first job out of college was actually to doing, um, sales operations and I was a temp, basically temp agencies. Um, and it's similar structure. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, what I think, I know a ton of people have been struggling and then, um, uh, Leon, I'm going to jump you, pop you up while I'm talking. Uh, but I know a ton of people are struggling during the pandemic to, uh, essentially get a job, after or during boot camp. My thing is, um, you got to set yourself up uh, for success. Uh, and I don't think you can lean on the boot camp. I know we got some boot camp people represented uh, in the listenership too, as well, if you have any comments. But if you're in a community or you're showing up to spaces or you're on a Discord, like that's where you can basically leverage getting your head. As I mentioned earlier, with like everybody being from the same college at my first job in San Francisco, like that's where you, you got to start. Um, and it's going to be, it's always going to be a struggle, uh, because you don't have any experience. So there are ways to get experience while you're like looking for a job. And then sometimes the challenge is like, you can't get experience while you're doing a hundred applications. So my recommendation is do 20 applications, but look for open source contributions. And like, I could literally point you to a bunch of places. Um, and I could point anybody to a bunch of jobs. The challenge that I have is that how much investment am I going to put into you versus how much investment you're putting in yourselves? So if you come, if you come to me and say, Hey, and that's it, like, I don't really have a, t- a lot of time to invest in people. Uh, but if you come and say, Hey, I've actually talked to this, I joined this meetup, I st- I spoke at this conference. Uh, like it shows me you're doing stuff. I'll give you, I'll give you leads all day, every day. Um, so Leon, I guess I, I added you up here as a speaker. Do you have any, uh, question or comment?
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, hey, you guys. Um, so I had a question for T. Um, you'd mentioned that you were. Um, I, is, is Airbnb your first official position? Okay. Um, so I, I, I guess my question doesn't apply. The question I was gonna ask is: I'm um, seeing as Airbnb is a pretty large company, uh, what have you have you had any experience with like smaller companies, and what was the difference that you saw between the two? Um, I had one. Uh, when-
1: one experience I was doing a JavaScript role for a smaller company, and I was doing front end and back end. I noticed some people um, went from the developers on that team to become like product managers, for instance, and they were still coding. And um, that's something I think a lot of people say about startups: is uh, you have to wear a lot of hats. Um, so you could be doing a lot of things that your role doesn't really call for, but the company needs at the time, um, for that, that product manager, uh, is an example, um, or you, you could just be doing a lot of uh, different things, um, besides coding that the company needs. And it could potentially, like, if you're looking to do something else, you could like be at a small company and, and do the developing work, but they might be like, Hey, I want to do, do this extra thing because I'm kind of interested in see how it works. And they'll like say, okay, we, we, we need people to do that anyway. So you can go ahead and, and do that as well gotcha.
2: And yeah. uh just a comment towards what you were saying about before about like having company A works like uh effectively you're you're hired under company A but like you're 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 staffed out to company B. Um there are companies that do that now. I know I, I live down in Florida and Uber at one point had a partnership with a um a boot camp down here for like the best effectively the best graduates. Um they would then get hired out to to the the Uber office down here. Um I, I know there are some staffing agencies that try and do it. Uh, the the big problem most of them run into is that they don't have the um, they don't have the the talent assessment skills to figure out who is good and who isn't. So the the company like Uber or Airbnb ends up doing it themselves. Um, if more companies were like staffing agencies were better at doing that, you would see a lot more of that work getting getting done. No, I definitely agree with you. Um, and, and that's like a thing that I
1: was like, just some some things that you have to think about, too. But I, I do know um, it's kind of the reason why I initially thought about it was because there's like a lot of technical debt and bugs that are really small. Um, and and it just becomes I've even read online and, and just on LinkedIn and stuff where people get overwhelmed with like the bug debt that they have or like some um, accessibility bugs or any other types of things. That's just like I have all this other stuff to do. I'm getting overwhelmed. So I think like those lower end stuff would be perfect to just um, have those like staffing agency um, rec- uh, developers do is is just get those those down so that they can get some experience even being in a company and get more comfortable. That's that's kind of where like that thought came from for me uh, because I I know like if you hire people to do like big talk um, big tasks, um, it, like you said, it's it's hard to find people who um who can get it done.
0: All right. That's it. And uh, y'all follow T on Twitter. T's check journey. Uh, I'll be in the show notes. And uh, also follow me on Twitter, BDougieO. If you're interested in joining me for these Twitter spaces, all you do is follow me, hit the notifications, and you'll get notified whenever I go live on a space. Uh, And then my DMs are open if you're interested in chatting about getting into tech, about your next step in tech. Um, I'm always happy to have a conversation. So um, with that, I'll see you next time.